Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Again, more African-American conservatives are running for public office as Republicans. Today we interviewed James Jones, running for Lieutenant Governor of Pennsylvania, and he's a Navy veteran and has a Christian testimony. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview with a new friend of the program, James Earl Jones. No, not that James Earl Jones, but this James Earl Jones is running for Lieutenant Governor of Pennsylvania, and we have him live via Skype. Welcome to the program, Mr. Jones. How are you, sir? I'm fine, thank you very much, Chaplain. Well, I'm so honored to meet you, and uh, I, I love the namesake, James Earl Jones. You must get a lot of jokes about that. Yes, I do. Mostly they think I'm Darth Vader. <laughs> Well, or, or one of my favorite movies, of course, Hunt for Red October, uh, but you were a Navy veteran, and talk about your service and introduce yourself to our audience. Absolutely. I joined the Navy following the footsteps of my older brother, who was in Vietnam from 1969 to 1971. And I've gone through three wars, Vietnam, Beirut, and First Gulf War. Working in the whole tech engineering department, so I kept the ship afloat in the middle of a battle. I dealt with, um, um, I trained Navy SEALs. I also taught how to uh, deal with nuclear, biological, and chemical warfare attacks at sea. And I taught the people how to fight fires and deal with issues aboard ship that involved emergencies. Well, as a former Navy chaplain, I was a proud member of the Deckett training team, damage control training team uh, on USS Anzio years after you served, but those are important years and I wanna thank you for your service and uh, I love all sailors and especially you today. Uh, tell us why you're running for governor of, uh, Lieutenant Governor of Pennsylvania. Well, um, Dr. Chaps, I think we have, as Christians, we have sat in the pews long enough or at least I've sat in the pews long enough. I've been with one church, Calvary Chapel of Philadelphia for more than 17 years. And I sat there and I listened to my pastor time after time again on Sundays Sunday evenings and sometimes on Wednesday nights. And I've heard him talk about some of the things that are going on, not only in Pennsylvania, but also in America, but how we have laws that are out, that are not followed by Christians. Christians can't follow some of those laws that have been made public. And the only way we're gonna get some of these laws that are consistent with what God inspires is, we have to have Christian lawmakers, Christian legislators, Christian executives. So eventually, I was prayed into this position. I didn't just automatically volunteer. I was reached out to by a person who reached out to my pastor. And I have a church of about 14,000 people. So he called my pastor and said, we're looking for somebody to run for a particular office and specifically that this person would be a Christian. Who do you know? And he says, well, I only know one person. And then they finally made a decision to exchange phone numbers and, and they reached out to me. Uh, I spoke with the gentleman and prayed about the decision and eventually I decided, well, Lord, should I be Jonah or should I be Moses? And I decided I'd be Moses. 
Well, I like that. Uh, as, as a Christian uh, there in Philadelphia, you've seen everything and you've been there a, a long time. Uh, I, wa- I wanna ask you about some particular Christian issues that may be relevant to a Philadelphia audience. For example, uh, are, are you pro-life and, and what is your understanding of, uh, for example, the Planned Parenthood movement there in Philadelphia? Well, of course, I'm pro-life, been pro-life all of my life. In fact, I only learned about abortions when I joined the Navy, quite frankly. And then there was a big issue of Roe versus Wade in 1973, which was the year that I actually came on active duty. But I see that I believe in life. God intended for us to live this life, not only during the course of conception, but even as we all turn into seniors. Pro-life is pro-life. And I think that only God has that ability to make that final decision. You know, Jesus very easily could have been aborted. And thank God he wasn't because he is our personal, my personal Lord and Savior. And I think that so many people are blessed and have been enriched by having a Christian lifespan that they can just simply share with other people who believe as we do, that we're thankful to have Christ in our life as our personal Lord and Savior. I believe that we need to have the 10 commandments back inside our schools. And the reason I say that is that when they were in the schools, there was a lot less shooting inside classrooms and even in communities. I think we need to have more Christians in place so that they can be able to be just as Solomon. Yes, you may have tough decisions to make, but you make the decision based upon what is right. And that's why I'm running. And right there in Philadelphia, a few years ago, Kermit Gosnell was convicted of murder for not only killing children as an abortion doctor, but actually killing the mothers too. He, he was convicted of criminal, uh, at least negligence, maybe uh, manslaughter, uh, and is now in jail. Are you familiar with that story? How did it impact the, the community of Philadelphia? It was the worst serial case, if you will, that of a murder in the history of Pennsylvania. Dr. Gosnell, and I've never met him, but I just saw him in the neighborhood and I'd seen him at um, special events, but I never really met him. And when I saw that he was actually uh, harming many, many women and killing babies and just simply taking the, the um, unborn children and putting them in plastic bags and tossing them inside dumpsters, it was horrific to determine how and why such a man who alleged to be a medical doctor could commit, could commit something so heinous to not only the young women, but also he took full advantage of, of Hispanics and African women who came to his office for support and assistance. And it left the biggest, darkest star on Pennsylvania, and it still lingers today. When you think of abortions, everyone speak of Dr. Gosnell, and now he had those heinous uh, clinics around Pennsylvania that he was just... He had a, a, a slaughterhouse, if you will, for children, unborn babies. I'm with you. We need to take a short break, but when we come back, I'm gonna ask James Jones about other aspects of his platform, including religious freedom. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. We want you to take action today because a three-star general is holding a cadet's religious freedom hostage at the U.S. Air Force Academy. And I want you to take out a pen and paper because we're gonna give you some phone numbers and action points right now because in my alma mater, I'm a graduate of the U.S. Air Force Academy. And when I attended my class reunion last year, I asked Lieutenant General Richard Clark, the three-star general of the Air Force Academy, here's the two of us together, 
I asked him in front of a crowd of 500 witnesses at our reunion, are you going to protect religious freedom for cadets if they have a sincere religious objection to getting the vaccine? And he answered saying, absolutely chaplain. Well, now he is breaking that pledge. And we are wondering why is General Clark refusing the appeal of a cadet? We're gonna call him Cadet X, who has refused the vaccine on religious grounds because he thinks uh, sincerely held religious beliefs that it would violate his pro-life Christian views. Well, now that cadet is being administratively separated, threatened with being kicked out of his school. This is wrong. We're asking people to contact General Clark's office and here, write down these phone numbers. Please call General Clark today at 719-333-4141. Again, that's 719-333-4141 and call him again at 4140. Call him twice and it's gotta be during business hours you have to ask him, will General Clark keep his promise to absolutely defend religious freedom for the cadet who refused the vaccine? After you make those two phone calls, we want you to call us at 866-Obey-God. Press option three and we'll give you a free window decal. I pray for religious freedom. Let's stand up for religious freedom for this cadet. Again, here's the phone number, 719-333-4141. Call him during business hours, get a live person. We'll send you this window sticker if you call 866-Obey-God. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, interviewing James Earl Jones, who is running for Lieutenant Governor of Pennsylvania. And I want to offer our standard disclaimer when we offer interviews to all candidates, and that is we do not endorse this candidate or other candidates for public office, but instead we welcome their opponents, Republican, Democrat, or other, to come on our show for equal airtime. If you're running for that office, we wanna give a freedom, uh, a dialogue for all of your opponents. Uh, contact us through PrayInJesusName.org to schedule that. James, I wanna ask you about uh, religious freedom. There was a case out of Pennsylvania last year where the US Supreme Court sided with the Roman Catholic Diocese of Pennsylvania and it was unanimous, nine to zero. They said that Catholic services do not have to adopt children into LGBT or gay families, that there's a religious exemption uh, offered and uh, the, the left was trying to put the Catholic diocese out of business and say you cannot do any adoptions unless you give those kids over to gay families. What's your take on that? Well, I remember the case when it occurred and it was quite disheartening to see not only where we have 28 conservative governors in the United States and not any of those governors stood fast with the use of the 10th uh, Amendment of the U.S. Constitution for state rights. Right now, we're looking at a case in I believe it's Mississippi, a case of Dodds, where it's before the Supreme Court. And I think Dodds will eventually overturn Roe v. Wade in more ways than one. And I'm only using that one right now, Dr. Chaps, simply because we have to have more and more legislators with backbones who will stand up for the 10th Amendment of the United States Constitution. We don't have to succumb to those whims of the federal government. And when we have weak legislators and weak governors, we fall prey to that. For example, in, in terms of religious freedoms, we never should have been on lockdown for 18 months that caused more than 35% of businesses to close their doors in Pennsylvania. It also harmed our congregation. And yes, I am from a large church, probably one of the largest churches in Philadelphia area. 
My church has 14,000 people, but by the same token, when we weren't able to connect on a weekly basis in church and doing the online streaming, it harmed so many of us. For example, I speak with my pastor normally after every church service, and I understand what some of the issues going on, not only with the excessive use of drugs, alcohol, um, violence. I hear about so much of that inside families. And my pastor says, you know, we've got to stop this. They've taken too much of advantage of our religious freedoms. We have to be able to take back our religious freedom. And it starts with people like myself who are seeking an office to stand up for not only what is right, but to stand up for God's law. We have to take it back and we cannot allow uh, the, the leftists to take advantage, whether it's in adoptions or whether it's in marriage. I'm a traditional marriage guy. I will fight to the end. I believe God intended for us to marry and reproduce after its kind, and there's no way that same sexes can reproduce. I love all people. It's not for me to judge sin, as I once thought it was, but it's not. I am not that person who can judge sin. God is that person, but by the same token, as long as I'm here to serve my God, I'm gonna serve him vigilantly. I will be that David versus that Goliath. I will be that, that Jonah who resisted and then finally stand up for what is right in God's eyes, what is right. I think you're onto something there and I agree with your sentiment. Uh, recently in Florida, there was a controversy when Governor Ron DeSantis signed into law uh, protecting kindergarten through third graders from homosexual indoctrination in the public schools. You have a, an alternative proposal and that is to teach the 10 commandments in public schools. How would you implement that in Pennsylvania? Absolutely, first of all, I don't think any um, kindergarten teacher has any logical or legitimate reason to ask a kindergartner or a third grader anything about their sexual preferences whatsoever. I think if we're gonna teach, we need to be competitive like what China is doing. They're teaching their third graders a multi-leverature of calculus. And what we're doing in America, we're teaching how men can have babies, which is ridiculous. We need to be able to teach out of love. We don't need a system of CRT. I'm a Christian and I believe the Bible teaches me to love my enemies, to include leftists. I have to love them, but by the same token, we have to be able to bring a balance. If we're gonna teach immoral behavior, we certainly need to teach good moral behavior. And introducing the 10 commandments and bringing them back inside schoolhouses, putting them inside courtrooms, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think there'll be more and more Christians in America who will stand with me to support such a virtuous lifestyle. You mentioned CRT and critical race theory that should not be taught in public schools. I'm curious about your reaction to the events of last summer when uh, George Floyd was uh, horrifically killed in front of a video camera that went national and we condemn racism in all its forms. The Black Lives Matter movement took that up as a reason to riot. They destroyed many black owned businesses, for example, in Minneapolis and Detroit, other cities. Uh, maybe Philadelphia, I don't know. Uh, and then they you know, um, wanted to defund the police. Do you support law enforcement or should they be defunded? Well, Chapter, you certainly highlighted. Philadelphia was one of those cities that were virtually destroyed as well. And the Black Lives Matter groups went straight into many of the black neighborhoods and destroyed pharmacies. They destroyed retail stores. They destroyed the Walmarts. And these are stores or retail operations where black folks are going there to be serviced. And it's ridiculous that we had a very unethical 
district attorney who would not prosecute these individuals. In fact, they decided in Philadelphia to allow the people to destroy the city and they did nothing about it. And by the way, they weren't even wearing masks when they were doing it. We have a mayor, Jim Kenney in Philadelphia, who is very weak and lame. And we have a district attorney in Philadelphia. And all of these folks during that time were discussing because of the George Floyd event to disenfranchise the communities by saying, let's defund the police. Most of the crimes in the urban communities are taking place inside black communities. If you talk about Black Lives Matter, we have a lot of black folks who are being harmed. I've been on anti-gang groups. I've been involved with uh, Muslim communities who are trying to help with recidivism, trying to help returning citizens to get jobs. We do not need to defund the police who are out there to serve our community, who are there to serve us and to protect us. These are the guys that we really need to have in our pockets. I am a law and order kind of a guy. I strongly believe that we have to have a supportive police department. We need to support them, get them the necessary equipment, and get them uh, in a place that they can protect one another. Yes, there are always bad apples in groups, such as the gentleman who killed George Floyd, but he was prosecuted. We shouldn't rush to judgment too quickly, allow the justice system to do their part. But to make sure we are not going to defund the police, certainly not on my watch. What I have seen, uh, Dr. Chaps, traveling in 67 counties in Pennsylvania, I've talked to people and I listen to the police, I've listened to the sheriffs, I've listened to the, um, the, the state troopers who've said to me, one of the reasons these leftists are doing it, they're trying to defund them by not recruiting to hire new people. They aren't purchasing the proper equipment to keep them safe, such as uh, vehicles that are uh, with an excessive amounts of mileage on them. They aren't buying them the proper vest uh, that's going to help them, the bulletproof vest that will help to protect them. They're making them use some of the older vests. And I think that is unfair and unfortunate. You need someone like a James Earl Jones who's going to be there to protect the police, who's going to make sure that they have everything they need to protect us. The government is meant to serve others, not others serving the government. I think you're onto something and we need to take a short break. When we come back, I'm gonna ask James Jones about his four E's of his platform, and we're gonna pray for him after this. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I wanna personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly onto you. For example, you can get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99 a set. That's a savings of 60% and the lowest price in history. And remember, they're made with the world's best cotton, grown where the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet. They come with my 10-year warranty, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99, the lowest price in history. If you do it right now, I'm also gonna include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers. What makes my slippers different from those other slippers is my exclusive four-layer design. The first layer is my pillow's patented foam, which will help prevent fatigue and offer you incredible support. 
My second layer is a memory foam that will give you amazing comfort. And layer three is my patented impact gel that'll help reduce stress on your feet. And layer four is a durable outdoor indoor sole so you can wear my slippers anywhere, anytime. Go online or call right now to order your very own pair of the new My Slippers. Use the promo code on your screen and save an incredible 40% off your My Slippers order. You can enjoy My Slippers anytime, anywhere. What I love most about My Slippers is that I can wear them all day long and not have to change shoes. I personally guarantee the first time you put them on, they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by James Jones, running for Lieutenant Governor of Pennsylvania. James, you have four E's, uh, four letters, words that begin with E in your platform. You talk about uh, economy, environment, energy, and education. We already talked about education. Tell us about the economy. What's going on with inflation? Well, I think, first of all, inflation is about to skyrocket to 8.7% right now. We have a government that's a uh, borrowing spend and they're making money as if there's no tomorrow. We need to be more responsible in how we look at the $31 trillion debt that we're in right now. And we need to do a better job at managing our finances. I'm a businessman, Chap uh, Dr. Chaps. I believe in having a four-year, um, a three to five-year business plan. Business people operate with using a business plan. I saw Donald Trump use a business plan when he got out on the campaign trail, made promises and he kept them. And that's why I said the economy, we need to get more and more business invested into Pennsylvania. I have international contacts that are looking to me when they get ready to, when I get ready to be um, inaugurated, they wanna to come to Pennsylvania, look at doing business. We've also shut the doors on three major steel manufacturers who very easily could have been here in Pennsylvania doing business. These steel mills went to a place where I know very well, my old home state in Arkansas. They set up there and they have more than uh, think about 2,200 jobs that they've created. They're paying uh, salaries anywhere from 80 to $120,000 a year, and that kind of money would help to fund Social Security, help to fund Medicare, Medicaid, and our city, our Commonwealth right now. We need to be smart enough in doing things such as that. The environment, we have an unfriendly DEP right now. This DEP is so uh, risk adverse to offering permits to new businesses coming into Pennsylvania, it's unreal. So we're gonna to have to change the mission statement of the DEP. It's gonna stay open for business. And we're gonna eliminate the um, REGI, which is a regional greenhouse gas initiative. It is so detrimental to killing jobs, it's unreal. I never would have thought of it, but we have a governor that says, we're gonna go up until 2030 and pay 325 million to $525 million a year to help cut emission standards by 0.002%. Now that's a waste of money. They came up with a new title for climate change, but now they're dumping it out there, forcing taxpayers to spend money recklessly, and we need to change that. Pennsylvania is the Keystone State, and we hear about the Keystone Pipeline. I don't know if that's connected there, but what is your energy policy with regard to lowering our gas prices, increasing the oil flow? We have a great opportunity to reignite the Keystone Pipeline, the Keystone XL Pipeline, because by opening that, we can have uh, fuel, petroleum products running straight down to uh, the Philadelphia Navy shipyard and being sent over to uh, Chester's port. 
we need to be able to shorten the distance for our logistics process, and we can be able to do that. And also, we need to open up the Michigan Enbridge uh, line number five. We need to look at the Dakota Access Line, how we can be able to introduce more and more petroleum products and energy into our communities, into our, and we need to stop with violating our constitutional rights, interstate commerce rights, and allow people to dig and to be able to use the resources that we have right now. In fact, it was on uh, last week, last Thursday, I received a call from a guy from uh, Benin. He was a head of state. They asked if I would be interested in doing some offshore drilling with him as a partner in Benin. I can't imagine. Why can't we do this type of drilling right here in our own Commonwealth? But the last piece I want to talk about education. I'm a firm believer in school choice. Amen. Tell us why. I think that we should have taxpayer dollars to follow the student. We have so many schools in the public sector that are failing. Regardless how much money we keep pushing into the public sector, we have schools that are not functioning well. So it seems to me that private schools, charter schools, Montessori schools are being very effective at using their curriculums, and teachers are not there certainly for the money. They're there because they believe they make a big difference. And we need to be able to use systems that are successful and systems that are working for our children. We're out of time, but I do wanna offer a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we ask your blessing on James Jones and just give him your anointing, give him your spirit, your words, your wisdom, and God uh, bless him for stepping up to try to take back our country. God, we ask you to, to mobilize uh, the people around him to lift up his hands and, and arms just like they did Moses. And he has that Moses anointing, we recognize that and we honor it. And Father, we ask that you would give the voters of Pennsylvania the wisdom to choose the right government for your kingdom, Jesus, that you would rule our hearts and you would rule our country. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Our guest has been amen. James Jones, his website, jones4ltgovernorpa.com. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God. If you need prayer or to donate by phone, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. We'll see you next time. Do you ever wonder how to discern your own thoughts from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or angels or invisible demons? I'm Dr. Chaps and you've seen us talk about the gift of discerning of spirits in fact, I wrote my PhD dissertation, How to See the Holy Spirit, Angels and Demons. But now, we have an exciting 17-part video Bible study on a four-disc DVD set that you can get for your small group or your church. If you just visit PrayInJesusName.org and offer a suggested donation of $99 or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God, get this 17 part video series and for a limited time only, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit PrayInJesusName.org, get this important Bible study series for you and your church, or call us at 866-Obey-God right now. Maybe you've enjoyed our program and you're wondering, how can we support Dr. Chaps with our tithes and offerings? We've made it so easy right now. You don't even need to go to the website. Just use your smartphone and text the word DONATE to 720-573-0305.
You don't even have to get out of your chair. Just pick up your smartphone right now and text the word donate to 720-573-0305 and you will help us bring you these programs. God bless you in Jesus' name. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. 